Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Rock Confessions Podcast. I hope you are having a great time. You are enjoying the podcast, the other episodes. As you saw, there's a lot of guests coming and there is much more to come. I hope you are enjoying the interviews and I hope you stick around for the next episodes. And today, uh, I will we will talk about uh, featuring pages, like everyone. Like, um, you know... Sometimes you go on Instagram, you post a shot and you think, yeah, this shot might be reposted to a lot of pages because it's like a unique location. I never saw a lot of shots uh, from this place. And then it ended up not really happening anything. And some other times you post a photo and then you woke up the day after and you, boom, you have like a, you have been tagged on a post of a page that is super massive and you well you get a lot of engagement a lot of growth and you feel super great so so that we have as our guest today on the rock confessions podcast is canon photos represented by Ian harper who is co-director at the two companies behind canon photos cp creatives and cp collectives so Ian, why you never reposted one of my shots i mean am i not good enough for you you don't feel the same way i feel about you should i let it go i mean uh, well first of all, <laughs> thank you very much for having me on uh, to your podcast today uh, it's very kind and yeah just your photographs your photographs just aren't quite cutting it i'm afraid so <laughs> <laughs> Um, now I'm, uh, I'm sure we can work something out the the truth is there's just so many talented photographers and we get sent um you know hundreds of photos a day and that the hashtags have so many entries but um so unfortunately like the reality is not everyone can get featured but uh, no, i'm kidding i was just teasing you man i don't I was just teasing. So, so I might say that this is going to be a little bit unfair accent battle since Jan is a London boy. So for sure, it's going to be a funny contrast between someone who has a shitty non-identified English accent as me and a five o'clock tea perfect tone of voice. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about Canon Photos. Who are you guys? Who is Jan Harper? And what is your role as a creative ad? Um, so the Canon Photos story starts in about 2012 and i'm definitely not the main character when it comes to canon photos um canon photos was started by my business partner henry nathan when he was mm -hmm. studying photography and film at school um so henry was studying photography and film and was shooting on canon and sort of started the instagram page back then mm -hmm. out of curiosity curiosity to see what other people were kind of shooting and sharing um and yeah that's how it all started quite a long time ago really and then so it's already it's already from back 2012 yeah that's when it's so it's almost so it's going to be almost well now almost 10 years in two years so yeah we are eight yeah. years now yeah quite quite some time long journey already yeah yeah for sure it's um eight years and um i guess there's a lot of luck in this and you know, right time, right place, good name, <laughs> um, was a big factor to the growth and the success of the page. And then um, when Instagram was bought by Facebook, um, mm -hmm. things changed. Hundreds of millions of people started to use the app. And because Canon Photos kind of already had a bit of a leg up or like already had a small, order, like a substantial audience, that's mm -hmm. when it really started to grow um, at quite the pace. Um, so yeah, that's sort of a little bit of the background about the actual Instagram page and it's, it's, it's kind of changed a little bit. It used to be featuring, you know, at the beginning was kind of two or three photos a week and then it was, we started to do one a day and now and it, exclusively Canon. And then when drones started to become more popular, we started to feature more drone shots mm -hmm. and now, um, whilst we still do share a lot of Canon photography, it's now it's not exclusively canon there's canon and i mean any brand um so so where is, where is the canon name coming i mean i think like when i mentioned this interview on my instagram stories a lot of people were like oh you're gonna interview canon that's cool man but <laughs> that's not that's not really it right like what is this name coming and it's i think you might receive this question a lot of time yeah a lot of time. Sure. we get this question a lot by people in the audience who kind of assume we are an official canon page and then also clients uh, we'll probably get on to some of the stuff we do behind the instagram page but a lot of clients are very interested in why we have such a 
big brand name in our Instagram page. Um, but the, the we we are friends with Canon, <laughs> but we are not an official partner. We're not an official page. Um, we don't claim to be or like ever say we are. Um, and there's there's been quite a mutual benefit over the history of the page where you know we've basically provided a lot of free advertising for Canon, but yeah, yeah. a lot of our success and growth is down to having their name as well. So it's been quite mutually beneficial. Yeah, yeah, I do understand. What do you mean? Do you feel like this has actually brought you, let's say, more business or it has sometimes played as well as a barrier? Yes, you're right. I mean, the fact is, if I don't know if we'd have the same audience size without the name. So in that respect, it has brought business. But at the same time, there are brands that are not attracted to working to us because of the name. I remember quite early on, a few brands just um, just had just weren't prepared to continue talking because um, Canon was in the name, um, mm, which is yeah. which steered uh, the direction of the company in a certain way at the beginning because of that. Yeah, I can I can imagine that uh, it, it's yeah, it might have played on both sides. Let's say a little yeah. bit. So I, 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 is everyone on Canon Photos team? Uh, you were saying that Andre is started doing studying photography and videographer. Are you guys? How many are of you? And all you guys, photographers, videographers, or any other media related geek? Let's say. <laughs> um. So Henry was the founder of the page, and um, the way I slot into this story is I started working with Henry in two thousand and sixteen. Uh, and that was to start to kind of build some business and the companies behind the page. So I joined Henry in 2016 and we started um, CP Creatives. And CP Creatives is a company that provides photography and video work for clients. And then we also obviously have the page to share our content to if that's what they want as well. Um, mm -hmm. I can so Henry is the head head creative. He's a, an incredibly talented videographer, photographer, editor, and that is his passion. And okay, will be doing videography. I think for as long as he still enjoys it as much as he does. Um, I came to the table with like photography as a as an interest, um, but there was more of a passion for travel and sort of creating a company and getting the potential out of this Instagram page and what we could do with it. Um, mm -hmm. I see. There's another person, there's another, so there's one company, CP Creatives, and there's another company called CP Collectives. Collective, yeah. Which is the, which is the main difference between both? CP Creatives is a, basically a creative agency that produces content. CB Collectives is a website that sort of sells presets and prints and is more aimed at the audience. Um, like there's photography blogs. It's, it's more aimed at the audience as opposed to clients. Um, and yeah, I do understand. I do understand. CP Collectives is ran um, by another colleague of ours called Stefan. Um, and he works remotely from Germany and he takes care of that kind of, well, he does, you know, everything actually. He's superstar um so that those are kind of it's us three that do um in the company there's then some other people that sort of work for us on a more ad hoc sales type role um, mm -hmm. and then there are other creators photographers videographers who we work with again when we need them we don't have like a team of creative yeah yeah because i've seen for example you have been to brussels recently right i live in brussels i'm portuguese oh. but i'm based i'm based in brussels yeah, yeah, yeah. on um, three projects with the Brussels Tourism Board. Yeah, um, which visit Brussels, I, yeah, I believe. Yeah. And the last two trips, we've taken kind of a larger creative team, including George Hammond and Luke J. Clark. Who, um, yeah, yeah, at the time I was supposed to even have a meet with him here to, to met him, George. But uh, unfortunately, I was in Vietnam at the time. But yeah, but I know you guys have been here and uh, yeah you've created some cool stuff yeah it was really great i mean we've got a, a soft spot for brussels for sure we've had some really good times there um it's been really good really good 
So I believe that that, that is nowadays a, a featuring page, I guess, for most likely of any subject you can imagine on Instagram. Even there is a page that I follow that features funny comments that Italian people do to food photography of self-proclaimed Italian dishes, which is super funny. I mean, but do you believe that your page still has a big role for the photography and travel community? Even though like, there is a lot, a lot, a lot going on and every time even more and more. And there are still people creating new ones like every day. Um, I think so. I think so. I think because we've nearly got 3 million followers, we've been around for eight years. Um, um, you know, it, it's not something that we're like overly conscious of. It's not something that we sort of, you know, we're like, oh, we've got such a big role in this community. And it, in fact, probably it's downplayed. Um, and it's actually often clients that kind of pick us up on it more than we notice. But I think it's, it's probably, it, it's called it sort of undoubtable that, Mm -hmm. a page with three million followers especially with such a photography focus because not many others um with you know a, a, with that photography focus have that many followers yeah yeah that's true your page i think it's uh it's one of the biggest ones that i know for travel photography that uh yeah boring photography that is all the very big ones but not really as you said more related to travel itself like beautiful destinations yeah. or this massive group of more travel and leisure these kind of pages that are voyaged for example for nine gag that it's more like not it's a, about photography but not about the topic of photography itself it's a more, more about traveling and places yeah so yeah. i think it's a big it's a big thing um yeah, your numbers are quite quite impressive. So let's talk a little bit about those. Let's say that, that there was a type of number that when you joined the project, you believe it was something very impossible to reach, and now you have done it. Can you tell us a little bit more, more about what those numbers are and the process to conquer them? Um, I, it's, it is important, you know, the, the, the numbers and how many followers we have. Um, but especially from our side the you know with having a creative um company that folk that produces photography and video um our, our main focus is the quality of our work as opposed to focusing all our energy on the growth of our instagram page and you know pumping all our energy into that having said that yeah it, it is important and it is still growing which we're really grateful for because i know a lot of pages kind of that are in decline or stagnating um yeah 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 that's that's uh that's true that's true indeed um, there's this trend going on and things look like they are slowing down a little bit i mean you cannot grow as you used to in the yeah, past yeah, it just doesn't work same way yeah definitely um but in answer to your question for us it's kind of a balance like we know how we can grow faster we know what content will will, will accelerate the growth of our page um, but then we also know what kind of content resonates put... with a lot of photographers in our audience. Like there's still a lot of our audience that follow us for that photography. Um, and so it's a balance between sharing photography from the community and, um, you know, interesting pieces of photography to just sharing, you know, content that's viral for the sake of sharing viral content for the growth of yeah. our page. And that, that's something we try and balance. Like, there was a there was a stage last year where we were just sharing like pumping out viral videos and you know those are the yeah. videos that like some of them are getting two thousand three thousand shares and they just like we get so many followers from them but it's like we don't want to be a kind of page that just shares like a video of a bar uh, a video of like a monkey getting a bath or something it's like it's balancing that yeah yeah I know what you mean it, 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 and that it's actually a hard exercise to do because I mean. It's like you have developed this into a business and somehow and like as everyone that has a business you want to grow as much as possible but i think it's a very very good exercise between you that you manage the the way you want to grow and how do you want to do it and the loyal the loyalty that you want to keep to your own values and uh, what you really like your company to be let's say yeah yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we go and go to visit, if you go to Brussels and we're, we're there to produce content and we know we need to share some work on Canon, we need our feed to be uh, receptive to that kind of work. It can't just be... And per, and per, yeah, yeah, and prepared. 
because yeah. yeah if you throw just exotic places on your feed all the time and if you keep just posting this type of content when you're gonna post like something more city related it's just not gonna go north yeah so so do you believe that uh, when Canon Photos project was created, there was already a mindset of turning it to something one day with a financial purpose, or it was more in the chilled vibe of, yeah, let's just create a page, showcase cool photos and settings and cool places of the world, and that's it. And then eventually you realize, that, wow, maybe we can actually do something that we love and get a business out of it and get paid for that. Um, at the beginning, it was definitely a passion project with no idea that that money could be made from Instagram to be honest like in 2012 um it wasn't so it wasn't so obvious that people could monetize their audience and in fact I remember Henry's dad when Canon had a hundred thousand followers sort of suggesting oh you, you could probably make some money from this now and it was kind of laughed off like what are you talking so about so it was it was his dad that recommended it yeah, and we were just like, <laughs> like, well, it's just Instagram. Like, why? How? Like, what are you on about? Um, but you know, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, it, it, sometimes people that have a, like a less, I guess, his father at the time had Instagram or not? I no, I don't think he even did. Actually. So yeah, so yeah, some sometimes some outside perspective sometimes it might work. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> such a refreshing perspective. Um, but but when I joined Henry in 2016. Um, the page had a million followers already and that, that mm -hmm. I joined, you know, as, to make a job out of it. So that by then it had changed slightly that um, we had an objective to try and build a company that could create content with this outlet to distribute it to as well. Mm -hmm. so, so, and from all the travels that you have done in your life, um, are you able to determine like the percentage of it that was due to the fact that Canon photos existed? Um, with me personally, I was, I actually met Henry whilst I was traveling. So I, I grew up with kind of a family that were... you, you met, you met Henry in Peru, right? Yeah. When yeah. you were doing, That's right. um, I did, I did my, I did my research. Yeah, <laughs> did, 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 did. <laughs> um, yeah. I finished university and went traveling around South America with my brother and Henry had finished school and was traveling with his friend and we met in um, in Peru. And honestly, this was 2015, at the beginning of 2015, mm -hmm. doing a, a four-day trek to Machu Picchu. To the Inca trek, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. And um, Henry was just taking photos all the time. And like looking for 3G to post on Instagram. And I was kind of like... <laughs> and you were like, what are you doing, mate? Like we are here in the middle of like yeah. <laughs> fucking mountains. Yeah, I was like, come on, you don't, you don't need to do that. <laughs> and then um, it was actually 10 days later. So I only found out the Canon 10 days later when his friend was like, yeah, Henry, Henry was doing that because he's got like 280,000 followers. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah, I was like, why? Because <laughs> uh, I had like no idea about this entire world. Um, okay. So it was very, it was interesting. So anyway, go, yeah, going back to travel. I, I've done, a, I had been fortunate to kind of travel a, a fair amount before I met Henry. Um, mm -hmm. But sort of subsequently in the last three years, since the beginning of 2017, it's almost all been because of, uh, because of the company and for work, almost all of it. Yeah. And you, you still manage to take some time for you on these travels or it's more like just work? Um, I mean, you still enjoy the fact that you are doing what you love that makes you travel and allows you to travel. And in the meantime, you can still have these chill moments that you can really think like, okay, I'm doing what I love and I can still chill a little bit and enjoy my time here. Yeah, definitely. And I still travel personally as well for fun. Mm -hmm. Like I, It's still something I do enjoy. You know, this year I went on holiday to Ethiopia because it was somewhere I really wanted to go. I, I wanted to go there with friends. Um, there was no, there was no client, no brand. It was, it didn't take any photos. Um, mm -hmm. I personally didn't take any photos. It wasn't, you know. So it's still, I still have that enjoyment and that, that you know, fascination to see places. And yeah, that's good. Trips. There, there definitely are moments. I mean, there are some jobs that are more corporate and work, work, work. And there are some that, you know, we have more creative freedom and like there is more downtime. Um, 
but and on, on those definitely kind of it's almost surreal and there have been this a few examples a few trips where it is quite surreal and it, you know it's just like wow this is incredible that i'm um able yeah to and what was the coolest place that you have been related to work i said it's the million dollar question yeah <laughs> um the we had um actually the, the very last trip i did was to jamaica um for work which um no jamaica a 10-day road trip around the north of the island Ooh, i don't see a lot of content from jamaica actually oh. now that i think about it hold on it's coming soon <laughs> yeah no no i mean i mean not from you guys generally in the community i'm talking yeah, about generally i think the caribbean is is slightly underrepresented considering how beautiful it is yeah because usually yeah when you see it's more uh let's say resort oriented type of tourism that's it's going on here and people kind of kind of get this wrong idea that's that's all it is about but i also believe that there is a lot to see out of that bubble let's say yeah definitely you're you're, you're completely right a lot of the tourism there is you fly there you go to a resort you don't leave yeah you know is jamaica yeah that's not yeah but that's not like really that's not like the style of traveling that's yeah i enjoy yeah but yeah but you're right yeah for sure um but no there's there's that that was a notable trip and another one um was to the philippines which again was um the interesting thing about both these trips is that we, our company was given the creative freedom to put our own itinerary together and so that makes it feel okay it's still work but you you're taking that responsibility for the trip and so it feels already a little bit more authentic and traveling so you created your own uh, path let's say you build it yourself yeah. yeah i mean i mean obviously there are guidelines and like you, you mm -hmm. have to go to certain places but you know we could go within reason when we wanted for how long we wanted yeah that's great it that gives you a lot of freedom and yeah you can you can manage to visit places that you want to to visit so that's that's great yeah what about you have you got a favorite place you've ever been i i guess that there will be most likely indonesia mm -hmm. I mean, not Bali, because when I talk about Indonesia, a lot of people are like, ah, Bali. And I'm like, no, Indonesia is way more than Bali. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the most beautiful places I've been are not in Bali, Indonesia. So, Where, but for sure. Actually, one of my friends lost me today. He's got one of my friends is personally just going on a trip to Indonesia. Um, mm -hmm. I to know where the best places are, kind of. He, he, yeah, he wants to go to like an islandy beach that's not too popular with good friends. for me for me my best experience honestly that i had around indonesia i stayed there three weeks and i visited like around 15 islands so it was quite of a like a non-stop trip i didn't stay like more than three four days at the same place but i did i did fly i did a flight from bali to flores flores is quite beautiful and it's quite unexplored and like you have not a lot of hotels and the ones that you have, they are very, some are very good and not that expensive, but the best, best, best experience I did is because I did a boat, a boat uh, trip between uh, Flores and Lombok that took me four days, uh, four nights, uh, five days, something like this. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was four nights or three nights, four days, something like this. But I went to the Komodo National Park, uh, where you can see the Komodo dragons. And I, I've been in the most beautiful beaches of my life. And they were empty all the time. It was just our group, you know? And that was Lombok. Sorry? Where was that Lombok? Yeah, it was from Flores. So I, I, took, I took an airplane from Bali to Flores. That's yeah. Lombok Baju. Yeah. That's the Flores Island, but the airport is Labuan Baju, and the city is, I think it's the capital of the island, is Labuan Baju. Mm -hmm. And from there, I did a boat trip, like going backwards, you know, again, like on the direction of Bali, but it, it wasn't until Lombok. So I passed on the north, on the Komodo National Park. There's a lot of nice islands there, desert islands. I did the uh, Pulau Padar. This is a very famous island on Instagram. Probably you saw it already. Mm -hmm. uh, it's this island where you have like three beaches one with black sand white sand and you have another big one on the right and you have some mountains big big mountains 
Yeah, uh, it's a very famous spot. And then uh, I did other islands, uh, Sumbawa, Gili, like Gilimono, very, very small islands with waterfalls. It was, yeah, it was a very amazing experience. And like the water, man, was amazing. Like super hot, super clean. Like you put your head inside the water and you will see like tons of different fishes. Man, it was amazing. Amazing. I'm actually, I have some friends of mine. Now they are planning uh, a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm helping them to do the the tour that I did more or less because they don't know yet if they had the same time that I had there. So yeah, I'm more or less helping them because it was just an amazing experience. And I would go back, and it's the the how I define which is the place that I've been that I liked more to be is like the place that I feel like that I want to back go back faster. You know, mm-hmm. and Indonesia really felt this connectivity, and I really like if you someone tells me like go let's go to Indonesia like tomorrow. And they, they will offer me the trip. I will not say no. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. And uh, did you had like all these travels? Like uh, any? Let tell us one of the worst experience you have ever had on the content creation industry. Um, one of the worst. Um, Let's bring the bad boys. We were talking about good stuff. <laughs> now I break the mood. Um. Well, when it comes to yeah, like only talking about what these work. Trip. Yeah, work. Yeah, uh, work. Well, I did a trip to uh, Morocco for work. And, oh, and I got so ill. <laughs> Been there last September, same thing. Yeah, I got so ill. But the, the yeah. reason that was bad is because we were getting back from Morocco. We had on literally, we were landing in the afternoon and flying on another onto another job the next morning. Oh, we get back to the UK. And I was feeling ran like awful. And then I woke up at sort of 6 a.m. and I texted Henry just being like, I can't go on the trip. We're, we're going on in two hours. So I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Henry. So you, you, you bailed out. I bailed out with two hours to go. Only trip I've ever missed. But I was on, I was just, I was so dead. Anyway, where, is it, where was it for? To, to, uh, I mean. We were, Henry then had to go to Estonia. Um, okay on his uh well actually he fortunately his brother came to the rescue so he had someone else to go with but um it was yeah that that was probably the only one i could think of where like i was just so but i think it's like a thing i mean i i was in morocco last september 2019 yeah i was in the group with like four five people or six everyone got sick really so yeah. guys, if you ever go to Morocco, just prepare your bag with some pills yeah. for, for food. It was. I feel like you know a lot of people go vegetarian or when they travel, but um, I, I'm vegan and I still got so sick, and that's the only time. And like, so I don't know what you can do. I just think you just have to get ill and deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why you just take some pills. I mean, consult your doctor before going. Get, ask him to give you the strongest thing that he can prescribe to you, and pray. Right. Just pray. Yeah. And so, and regarding the photography showcase, and I believe that's one of the biggest reasons why we have someone listening to this episode is how do you select the photos to showcase on your page? Um, there's a few ways people can get featured. There's um, a submission form on CP Collective, so you can kind of submit a story with a photo. Uh, there's hashtags on Instagram. There's hashtag cam photos, which, if I'm honest, is too big now. I think it's got like 9 million or I don't even know, millions. Oh, wow. So last year we created a new one um, called hashtag CP Feature Me. And that is used every week for sure. So that is one of the best ways because that is checked and like that is still a way that we feature people from the community. Uh, so guys, you know what you have to do? You have to use that hashtag if you want to get featured. Another way is just ask the people who, you know, on every post on Canon Photos, it we say who curated and who chose the photo. So if you just message them with some of your work, that is another way to get the attention of the people that post on the page and you know like um someone messaged me recently with just like some incredible photos and i was like yeah that's like of course like we want to feature new people we want to feature people with um different numbers of followers we want to do that because 
you know that's what the you know that's what the page is all about it's about like giving other people a platform and giving different and new mm-hmm. focus that page so like use the hashtags use the submission form and get in touch with the people that run the page and that's probably the same same advice for a lot of feature pages to be honest yeah 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 but the things now i know what i have to do (laughs) 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 and 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 do you consider like a following over quality or quality over following uh in what, what what respect do you mean when I'm like in, in terms in, yeah, on selecting pictures they, they like if you have to select the shot let's say you can you, you can only select, it's gonna be a hard question but it's gonna let's say you can only select one shot you have two shots but you can only post one would you consider the following of that person that you are sharing over the quality of the photo itself or the other way around yeah de- definitely the other way around i mean um Another thing to bear in mind about feature pages is like, which is kind of um, maybe like a, a sad, like a narcissistical point is that, you know, we are the primary, you know, we want to feature everyone and all that, but ultimately we need our page to reflect what we want it to reflect. And that is a quality yeah. feed. And so like, if you've got a hundred, you know, 300,000 followers, great but if you've got 300 followers but your your content is better well then that's going to be in our interest um yeah yeah away. so it's definitely quality um for us for sure but the reason a lot of people with a lot of followers get featured is because they're using the hashtags and going to the top and they're already in com- in communication with all the people that run the pages um, yeah yeah that's and also because well these people they have a lot of followers because they have good content and the yeah, end. And the, yeah and that actually yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so and I, I believe that there is a little bit of like uh, from my perspective of what i hear in the corridors of the dark sides of instagram i believe that there is a little bit of like love eight relationship between the photography community and the featuring pages for example everyone loves to have their work feature on pages with big big audience because let's face it yeah like it's good for your visibility it's good for your personal growth whatsoever like i like when i like i feel happy when big accounts share my photos because i feel like first of all someone else appreciates the appreciate the photo and then it will make it possible for more people to see it i mean and that's the only reason why i do photography is to show what i like and my perspective to people so that's like a good vehicle to serve my purpose so i'm happy but on the other end I've seen people complaining a little about on featuring pages sometimes because they are getting money with the work of the others, you know what I mean? And they feel frustrated. But how do you feel about that? Um, I guess it's probably a, a little tricky because I'm, I'm definitely on like, the, you know, I'm, I'm definitely part of a feature page. So um, I'm probably not the most objective person to answer the question. But I can definitely see that frustration is that, you know, all feature pages rely on photographers for their growth and um, for the size of their audience. And then in turn, or like following on from that, you then, we can monetize on the audience, but we're basically mm-hmm. monetizing the audience, which we got through other people's work. Um, so there is like a, there's a tension there. And I can understand why people would um, feel uncomfortable with that. Um, I guess it's just, a situation where I think it's potentially just very important to be transparent. Like we would never accept money to feature a photographer's work. Like we get offers all the time. Like, can you feature this? That money? was like, I was going, that I was going to ask you that, that is like, you, you read my mind, man. That was the the question that I had on my mind to do it. Like you ever, yeah. What's like, what is the chunkiest amount that you have been like offered to share a photo? Let's say if you can share it. I'm not, I'm not sure, like, I mean, it would be, you know, hundreds of dollars, but it's the, which, you know, it's not like nothing, but the reason, yeah, we have quite a a strict, like we would never accept money from a photographer because if we're accepting money, the photographer, let's say a photo is sent to us, it's either good enough or it's not. And if it's good enough, then we don't need to accept the money. And if it's not good enough, then we're posting something that's not good enough just for money. And that's like, not what that's we're not right. Um, so obviously we, you know, we charge brands and like there's, there is paid content on the page, but that is a client, but in terms that's of different, yeah, that's yeah different. every day, well, not every day, but just like photographers and videographers, if we're featuring their work, there's been no money exchanged. 
Yeah, I do. I do understand what you mean, and I, I, I ask that because I actually, I've been victim in a certain way, not victim, but I sometimes I receive the other way around messages from pages saying like, "Hey, would you like to have your your work feature on our page?" And then you are like, "Usually, I, I usually I know what they want already because I know the talk and I know the the speech by heart already." But I always say like, "Yeah, if you want to." share any of my work i appreciate it feel free to do it and i say oh okay so we will send you the pricing list i said no way and i'm gonna pay for that like you want to share it if you like it you do it like okay you like you like it you share it friends friends as before but i'm not gonna like pay you to share my work which is mine it doesn't make any sense like uh, you know what i mean like on the photographer perspective it doesn't make any sense neither to pay to a brand to share your own work you know i mean to pay to a page to share your own work um, and uh what was i going to say i kind of lost track oh yeah that's what i was going to say is that this this travel photography community i think is quite close-knit and you know it, it's a really positive community you know most people in the travel community um their photos are filled with comments of like praise and like it's a really supportive and like the most everyone i've met in this uh that does the similar thing that we've got on and it's been good and so kind of related to that is that if a feature page does start to charge photographers, I think word gets around quite quickly and it's that's also not good for anyone either because it's so there's like a few reasons why. Yeah, I do understand. Um, and if let's say if you could give uh, three good tips for people that are looking to get their work showcased around the world and get viral, what would you say? Well, I think um the first thing to, to say would be focus on the quality. So like almost don't worry too much about the numbers and getting featured and whatever. Like focus on doing something that you love, that you're not going to get bored of, that you would do if it gets seen by one person or a million people. Just do what you are, you want to do. Kind of, because yeah. that's more important. Um, yeah, it looks, how, like, it looks like a, cl a cliche, but it's indeed true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's a really important point to start is that if you if you're entering this um just for features just to get however many followers that you think is going to make you happy um that's, that's probably not the best motivation to, yeah. Yeah. to say that um however if you are you know you're doing what you love and you're taking great photos then i think it goes back to those other things it's just you know reach out to other people in the community reach out to people that um run these pages and just and you know engage with the community and then your chances of getting uh, your name out there kind of increase and then from there we'll, we'll see where it goes but um yeah that's that's kind of what i would say yeah that's that's a good piece of advice so now i have something to ask you what? how do you feel about brexit being a brick a brit um <laughs> mildly embarrassing <laughs> you are embarrassed yeah um uh, i mean yeah it, it's a quite a divisive issue but um yeah I, I was very lucky to live in barcelona actually at the time when uh we voted to leave and um you know i was like had friends from all over europe and yeah it was a sad i found it quite sad um, yeah it was a sad moment you know i live here in brussels very close to the institutions and uh yeah the environment is actually very sad like even people they because they started removing on the 31st at midnight they started removing all the flags from the uk from the institutions you know like one by one i think it's pretty sad but i really think that it's this is a generational problem like the next generations they will not want this and they will end it up changing on the future i guess yeah yeah i mean ho hopefully hopefully yeah you know that I, I put some ice there. Are you ready to break it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So who is who is the messiest person you know? The messiest? Yeah. Oh man. Um not to do with it just in my entire life, it's my brother. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's the messiest person I know. I hope your brother is not gonna hear this. Yeah, if he's got this far in this podcast, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah, it would be my brother. In fact, recently my mum went to see him and she wasn't allowed in his flat because he was like, it's too dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it would definitely be him. 
So what do you believe is finally going to break the internet? Oh man. There's been a few things that have kind of got close, hey. Yeah. I know. I know one thing for sure. It's not gonna be TikTok. You don't think it's gonna be TikTok? <laughs> no, no way. TikTok is yeah, TikTok is TikTok TikTok is getting close to breaking the internet, I'll tell you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's getting pretty close, but I, I don't think he's gonna crack it. Yeah, but I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Uh, but, but I, I see it sometimes. I'm like scrolling on TikTok, seeing stupid stuff. But at the end of the day, it's just this. You know, it's funny to watch when you are on this silly moment that you don't really want to do anything else, and you just want to laugh a little bit and have some fun. Yeah. Because most of it is just like funny stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. and serious things don't work on that platform. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But. Um, but for sure it's getting a lot of attention that's for sure yeah and i think there's the attraction is that you don't need any followers for something to go viral so yeah 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 it's true um, which you obviously do on youtube and facebook and instagram you need something to go yes yes henry posted a video on his tiktok last week or like two weeks ago and it's just hit 3.2 million views whoa what 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 was it and then we posted the same thing on Canon and it got like 200,000 views. So it got 3 million more views and he's got yeah, 4,000 followers on TikTok. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what was the video about? Um, it was a video from our trip to Ethiopia of, uh, oh, okay. of a basically like a natural hot tub and I, like a salt pool, I would guess you'd call it. Um, oh, okay. It was quite, it's quite, it's very unique. I don't, there's not many of them. So it is interesting. Okay. So you you believe that the what's closest to breaking the internet is TikTok? Yeah, closest thing we've done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what what celebrity would you rate as a perfect ten? Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> my celebrity knowledge is so bad. Um, yeah, my, I I suck with uh, actress names uh, and actors and shit. My brain kind of went straight to Messi when you asked that question. <laughs> Um, like maybe in a different kind of perfect ten. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just not name any porn stars, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, what what is the dumbest way you have injured yourself? Dumbest way I've injured myself. Um, we all have one. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to think. Oh, when I was a kid, I remember swinging on a tree, and then the branch fell off, and I like smashed my neck. Classic. That was dumb. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, nothing springs to mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, on one of our trips, Henry, we had a uh, like. Actually, this is kind of a Henry story, not mine, but like. <laughs> it's okay. You can share it. I think it's not going to be mad. It is, and like we were about to get the subway carry on like going somewhere else and he was like do you reckon i could jump the staircase and everyone was like what no (laughs) (laughs) and then he just like jumped down a flight of stairs and just landed like on his chin and like oh fuck (laughs) 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 did he he open his chin or something no Uh, it wasn't luckily i mean he was lucky so lucky like he cut himself and it was it did look bad he like smacked his face but it wasn't it was okay yeah. yeah, because chin is like super easy to open. It's like you fell, you boom, and boom. Wow, you have to get stitches. Yeah. yeah. So, and what's your biggest screw up in kitchen? My biggest what? Screw up in kitchen. Uh, my biggest screw up in the kitchen. Oh, there is actually, I actually know. <laughs> you don't cook. I remember making a curry for my, like an ex-girlfriend once and like completely fucked up. Being... You did. You did what? I was making a curry. Ah, curry, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I completely fucked up the ingredients and just put in, like, too much coconut milk. And it basically did, like, 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 milk and rice with, like, a tiny, tiny bit of flavoring. And it was, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> but nothing. That's, that's not, that looks nasty, yeah. <laughs> so if you had to become an inanimate object for, a, for an ear, what would you choose to be? For an ear? Or yeah. yeah, let's say you have to be an an animate object for an year, one year. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Um, 
Um, I think I'd be like something that someone would take with them traveling. The camera, dude. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm a ca- okay, man, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me a tripod. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> um, but I'd be, yeah, maybe like maybe a camera, go see the world. Yeah. Hopefully, don't get chucked around too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. So, would you rather eat a box of dry spaghetti noodles or two cups of uncooked rice? Uh, spaghetti. Sp- dry spaghetti. Some people actually like to eat dry. So I've seen people eating dry spaghetti like it's like a snack. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Also, two cups of rice. Fuckload of rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you get unlucky that they will cook inside yeah. your stomach, you will get full as hell. That would be a horrible experience. Though. Yeah. <laughs> So let's say now to finish, I have some hard ones for you. Carl Shakur or George Amund? Uh George, because I'm I'm mates with George. <laughs> George or Julia Gachner? Oh I'll stick with George. <laughs> George or Kai? Uh I'll stick with George. <laughs> <laughs> and now George or Henry Nathan. Oh, I'm gonna go back to him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to test you if you'd screw up your, your business partner. That was my whole purpose, but I failed. <laughs> nah, I'm probably Henry's big fan, biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. He will be happy to know, for sure. And now let's go to some questions that I place on my Instagram. So guys, if you don't follow me yet on Instagram, make sure you do. It's You can find me on Not Another Mika. I post there all my guests uh, that I will have on the show. And I always post the Q&A because I want you to participate. So you can post there your questions. You can send me suggestions through DMs. You can advise me. Would you like to see on the show and hear on the show? And for sure, I will take everything into account. So the first question comes from Marsographies, where he's uh, um, questioning you if you prefer which format for featuring landscape or the four or five like Instagram cropping size. Uh, four or five, definitely. We don't feature anything that is four or five. Yeah, that's that's actually played a big role on my opinion in photography, like social media, because I think that before people were shooting more horizontally, and I don't like me even when I go shooting. I automatically have the this instantaneous unconscious move to put my camera on vertical. Yeah, I mean, and and that 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 is something that people sometimes they don't think a lot, but it has played like a role on changing how photography is done, like in generic in a a generic way. Yeah, for sure, I completely agree. Um, Yeah, sometimes when we do work, we have to remind ourselves like we also need to take landscape photos. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, before at the beginning I was forgetting a little bit about it, but now I also always try to take my time to remember that. Yeah, because sometimes it's cool even if to have it to yourself if you don't post it, or you can post it on other type of social media or a photo- photography community, or to make prints for yourself. So yeah, that's it's cool. So Mika Meisers is asking, what would you do if the old Instagrams just disappears tomorrow? Um, well, one of our, I, I would carry on doing the same thing, to be honest, like, um, one of our big goals with the company was to try and create companies that did not need the Instagram page that could kind of stand on their own. So our, our creative company now does, um, quite a lot of work, um, which we don't share on Instagram. So, um, I would do the same thing. I mean, for sure, like it, it might be a little bit harder, but, um, <laughs> I would do the same thing. Um, yeah, but at this moment, like you have created already a good portfolio. I have worked with several clients, so you have something to showcase in case you are asked for. Yeah. So, I mean, age. Sorry, tell me, tell me. You were going to say something. Yeah, if if Instagram died, I'd just put everything onto TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but in video mode because you cannot post photos, so you will have to post just videos. I think that might you know what might happen. I think that might be that someday TikTok will start allowing photography, and that will maybe change some stuff. Yeah, it could do. It could do. And I think also like the chances are Instagram will, you know, it probably won't be there forever, and it might. No, no, not at all. Uh, I really feel like it's following. It's gonna follow the path of Facebook. 
because I remember Facebook was way more trendier before and now it has completely died in terms of if you want to work on true Facebook, like if you want to promote your work through Facebook or whatever, it's not actually the best platform in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And since Instagram was bought by Facebook, they are implementing the same measures they did on Facebook on Instagram and it's it's turning it into the same way in the same direction. So I don't I don't expect neither that Instagram will take will stay around for much more years. Mm-hmm. So Age Benassa is asking, how do you get the viral content to repost? Um the way we get viral content is Basically, <laughs> we look for it. <laughs> um, yeah. We get sent it. Sometimes it's on the hashtags. Um, and then sometimes, you know, like we also look for it as well. Like we'll look, um, uh, you know, look in the community, look on other pages, look on smaller pages for something that's performed exceptionally yeah. well. Um, yeah, there's a few ways, but um, but the shorter answer is like we do look for, for viral content as well for the page. Yeah, yeah, I do understand what you mean. And so Turin7 is asking, is it okay to tag more than one feature page per post or that usually means a turn down? I uh, think I understand what he says. Like if you tag more than one page or if you tag several, like some other pages will be like, ah, oh, no, this guy is tagging one, one. Not only my page is tagging more. Like if they will, that will be a turn down. Well, I think um, my, my opinion it would be that you're basically, what, what, why are you tagging? You're tagging to try and get their attention. And I think there are better ways to get the page's attention anyway. Like tag as many people as you want. And maybe I would recommend tagging more people because you've got more chance to get someone's attention. But there yeah, are I do agree. people's attention than that anyway, like that we've already discussed. Mm-hmm. And so the final question, the last one, that is from my friend Susie. I'm not going to judge her on this one because a lot of girls ask this question to me and only her, she got the balls to go, balls, because she's a girl, huh? careful, to go on the Q&A section and actually place the question. So she wants to know, Jan, if you are single. <laughs> uh, I am single, yes. Susie, it's your chance. DM, do whatever you need. <laughs> no, but I got, I can tell you, I got a lot of answers, a lot of questions if you are single. So, but only Susie got the, the, she was brave enough to put on a Q&A. So Susie, you got your answer. So yeah, Jan, it was a pleasure to have you here on the Rock Confessions podcast. I think it was a really good moment. We decided, we, we had some fun. We we had some laughs and we talk about some serious stuff. And I would like to thank you once again for accepting my invitation and for being here with us. No, thank you very much for inviting me and for having me on. I really appreciate it. And it's been great to be on your podcast. Thank you so much. You are welcome. And guys, so if you are just finishing your day as usual, I hope you had a great day. If you are just starting, I wish you a great, great, great day. And we will see you again on the next episode.